0: You know the beauty of baseball is you can sit next to your neighbor and have a conversation, or you can just completely ignore them. Baseball spoken here. It's time for the second game of our radio doubleheader. That is a reviewable play, but the Yankees choose not to review it.
1: A swing and a drive to D. Bright! Away back off the pole!
0: This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. A deep dive on baseball and the hottest topics in sports. It's two to two in the bottom of the sixth, and I just can't get my eyes off that man with the tall head. It's quite a game, but man, that guy is ugly. You know that guy hasn't blinked this entire game? Just a dead-eyed idiot out on a Thursday afternoon. This is The Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. We're going to be awesome for you right now. On 1080.
1: Hey, one for one. That's about a thousand, dude. That's baseball, baby. Help us, please. Somebody help us. The Fan. Yeah. Hey, I remember syrup sandwiches and Welcome in to the second hour of The Hot Corner. If you missed the first hour, you can catch that on the Les Schwab Tires podcast on 1080. The Fan on Twitter and on the website. Also, we're going to drop an emergency 911 episode of Beers on Us tonight. You can at least get that on the tentative Fan website as well. We're still holding out that you should be able to get it on iTunes and Google Play, but we'll see that as well. Uh, we spent this whole day talking about some Hall of Fame. Yes, we've hall gotten to two
0: of the four who have two been inducted. Two of the four.
1: And as we were saying, as we were lamenting in the first hour at the beginning, uh, that this is such a classy class. For lack of better terms, all four of these dudes are just like, you know what? I like that guy. Mm-hmm. You might not agree. You might agree. You might disagree. But I'll tell you what. All four of these dudes, I like that guy. Absolutely. And I can hear the argument in all of them. There's not a. There's no Tim Rock Reigns. There's no Jeff Bagwell on this list. It's like, you know what? I like those guys. Yeah. Uh, and I. I say it, it's fair. It's apropos as we would on this on this show. Uh, to start the eight o'clock hour with one, Edgar Martinez in his tenth year on the ballot, the first most full-time DH ever to be elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame. Unless
0: you count Harold Baines last year. Uh,
1: no, because uh, old dudes decided to old dudes that are friends with him decided to put him in. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, a good way but, to put it. Yeah, in. but this is one that voters actually decided to put him. Now, to be fair. The Mariners have been campaigning this pretty hard for the last three years. And uh they got their wish. Edgar's in. Uh, where do we where do we start with this, Mike? It's about time.
0: That's where I'll start
1: with it. Oh, I love that. I love that's where your attitude is.
0: It's a position that has been overlooked for the wrong reasons for far too long. Mm-hmm. The DH has been around for a long time now, and just because you only were a designated hitter doesn't mean that you were not a Hall of Fame-worthy player. If you're one of the best to ever play your position, whether or not it's in the field or not, you should be a Hall of Famer. I've said this before last year when we were waiting for Edgar to get in. David Ortiz is going to be a first-ballot Hall of Famer. On the Mitchell Report. If you put David Ortiz in first ballot and you did not allow Edgar Martinez in, then you are a hypocrite and you are a fool. Because David Ortiz, yes, won the World Series. Yes, had the playoff clutch hits. But he was a full-time DH for almost the entirety of his career.
1: He was almost out of baseball until he took juice and went to Boston.
0: I'm going to skip over the juice part. Uh, That's
1: my opinion. I...
0: I very, very wildly respect David Ortiz as much as I hated him as a player because he killed us as a a Yankee fan, but I respect the hell out of him. Um, Maybe. Maybe he did steroids, but, frankly, maybe everybody did steroids, so I don't don't know. But you can't put him in, and you know you're going to, and not put Edgar Martinez in. So that was my first thought last year when I was like, come on. He's a Hall of Famer. But then this stack popped across the text line today from uh, one of our P1s. He goes, I'll never have to text this again, but I'll celebrate by doing it one last time. Lou Gehrig, Babe Ruth, Ted Williams, Rogers Hornsby, Stan Musial are the only other guys besides Edgar Martinez with a 300-plus career average, 400-plus on-base percentage, 500-plus slugging percentage, 2,000-plus hits, 300-plus home runs, 500-plus doubles, 1,000-plus walks. How can anyone think he's a borderline Hall of Famer? I don't, even, I don't even have to make my own argument. That makes the argument right there for me. I mean, if that's the class you're in with your stats, you're a Hall of Famer. You are. I think, I, I'm sure some people will argue with our conversation of, oh, well, when you watched him, was he a Hall of Famer? Right? I'm sure some people would say, eh, yeah. probably not. I don't say that. I thought Edgar was a Hall of Famer playing. He was an unstoppable force at the plate, which was his job to be at the plate. Right. So... It's about damn time.
1: So pitchers only pitch, correct?
0: Unless you're in the National League.
1: But yes, correct. We put them in the Hall of Fame, correct? <laughs> yeah. Mariano
0: right. Rivera just made a first ballot, and no one has a problem with it except uh, for one guy.
1: Relievers make the Hall of Fame, correct? Correct. And they only do one job, right? Yep. Uh, but for some reason, we have this problem of guys that only hit. <laughs> Can't get in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> but these guys that only pitch. Pedro Martinez was an expo for what? Part of his career, but his Hall of Fame career is in Boston, correct? Yeah, where he did not hit. Where he did not hit. Okay. Roger Clemens, as we'll get to steroid dudes later, spent 90% of his career in the American League. Did not hit. You You want to argue he should be in the Hall of Fame. But we have a problem with these guys that just hit. Because I will tell you this. I watched Edgar Martinez play for most of his career. I tell you, Griffey is the reason I watch baseball, but Griffey's the reason I watch baseball because Griffey slid into home in 95. Who got him to home? Uh, and I'm not saying you should get into the Hall Jay of Fame. Jay Buhner. I am not saying you should get into That, that isn't correct. I'm not saying you should, Brett get, Boone. <laughs> you should get into the Hall of Fame because of one historical moment. Ichiro Suzuki. That's not what I'm saying at all. But what I'm telling you, Dustin Ackley, is that when I watched Edgar Martinez... When I watched him swing the bat. They used to say this all the time when Edgar was at the plate. If you have a 2-2 count on Edgar, he's on base. Edgar Martinez is the most dangerous 2-2 hitter to ever walk the planet. And in my opinion, I think Edgar Martinez is the greatest doubles hitter of all time. There was no one that was able to place that ball in between outfielders and get to second base. Oh, and guess what? He's not fast. No. No. Like, he, he's a chugging train around bases, and he's a double machine. So I'm with you. This whole David Ortiz, Big poppy, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, linked to steroids, DH's entire career. He's a first ballot, and Edgar has to wait till 10 years? This is way different than Tim Rock Reigns. This is way different than Reigns. This is way different than maybe Larry Walker sneaks in next year. In his 10th year. And Larry Walker, a fantastic hitter. Fantastic hitter. Maybe not as good as Edgar, but a fantastic hitter. He's getting marred by the course Field effect. Exactly. And Todd Helton, we're seeing that as well. God. I think both those guys also deserve to be in, by the way. I agree. I think both of them are phenomenal hitters. Especially Todd Helton. But Edgar, in my time of watching baseball, which I would say is 95 till now. I watched baseball before, but I didn't really know what was going on. 95 till now, Edgar Martinez is easily one of the top 10 hitters I've ever seen. If not, maybe touches top five. Maybe, but probably top 10. That's tough. I'm talking like pure hitters. Yeah, I know. I know. It's tough. I I, do have A-Rod on that list. Unfortunately, you sell out.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can't think that that quickly about it, but I'm sure. I don't know if he's top 10 for me, but... Ah, maybe he is, you know, it's, there's probably a bunch of guys from like seven to 15 that are all about the same in my mind in terms of how good they were, but no, I mean, you might be right. It might be top 10 in terms of when we watched baseball, I'm the same as you. I started watching baseball in 95, same same first year for me. And, um, well, I mean, again, the same, I watched it as a kid, but I was a toddler. I don't know. know. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just happy he got in for Mariners fans and I'm, very happy that he saw the jump that he did in his votes because he gained like forty percent of votes in three years, which is unheard of in the Hall of Fame. He went up like fifteen to eighteen or twenty percent every single year out of the last three years. So I think that shows kind of what you said in the first segment. That shows a little bit of we're moving in the right direction where we're not being so stubborn about the position like the DH mm-hmm. because it's part of the modern game and there are great dhs. and I mean it's you got to put those guys in? They deserve it. I think so.
1: Uh, what's the name of the game? To get on base as a hitter? Uh, the name of the game is to score runs. Yes, but how do you do that? You get on base you and touch, you advance you other home, runners. touch home plate. Stop. You get on base and you advance other runners. Yeah. And if you hit a double and you got a, you got a young Joey Cora, a young Alex Rodriguez Griffey on first, and you hit a double, there's a good chance they're going to score. Yeah,
0: And you got Jay Buhner behind you.
1: He's going to hit a home run. Or strikeout. that's all that matters to me i think i think edgar is one of the smartest dudes i've ever seen play baseball and i'm proud and i'm happy and to you mariner fans out there that may feel you know grim these days edgar
0: was a cool dude i played major league baseball with ken griffey jr on the n64 Mm -hmm. i chose the mariners because i was a big ken griffey fan I went 162 and 0.
1: <laughs> and and John Smith, who batted fourth after Griffey, was probably amazing.
0: No, it had all the real players in it. Oh, okay. And they had these little yellow circles. For anyone who played the game, this will be a super big trip for you to remember this. Trip down memory lane. You you have this like reticle on the screen that shows where the you move it to hit the ball. And the bigger it was, the better the player. Griffey's was the biggest because he was the title player. Right. Edgars was right behind him. And these guys, like you, could barely flick the joystick up, and it would hit any pitch up in the zone. <laughs> and Edgar was just a monster. Yeah, yeah. So. The man was great. Yep. If video games say it, it must be true. I'll also say I did not go 162 and 0. I reset the game twice when I got walked off on. I would have been 160 and two. You know who beat me? Hmm. Derek Jeter on the home run. And I uh, reset the game. <laughs> you got you got so mad. I did. I went, nope, I'm going undefeated. Seven-year-old Mike's going undefeated. Come on. I did. (laughs) Well, it happens. I also had time to play 162 baseball (laughs) games, I
1: guess, plus playoffs. I love that game. Uh, That's a great game. All right, when we come back, we'll round out this Hall of Fame class with, uh, I don't know, probably the most controversial, which is funny because I think the dude's a nice guy. And I was a huge fan of he's, him. A, he's a nice guy. I got I got a great story to tell you about Mike Mussina, and we'll do we'll do the Moose next. This is the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. It's eight nineteen here. Mike Lynch, Patrick Harris, this is The Hot Corner. We do this bad boy every single Wednesday night. Uh, Wrapping up the Hall of Fame class of 2019 is a man that I actually loved growing up. I was a very anti-Yankee kid. Um, And even before that, uh, when he was in Baltimore, Baltimore was pretty good. Fighting my Indians.
0: Until the end of his time at Baltimore. Until the end of his time in left.
1: Baltimore, which is why he left. Um so no no love for the teams he ever played on, but for some reason I love this man, and that is Mike Moose Musina. I love Musina too. He was he was one of those guys who
0: every time he got on the mound, you knew you were gonna get a solid six innings out of him oh, where you yeah. only give up a couple of runs and oh yeah. He was good in the playoffs and was also just a good dude. Right. He was he's quiet. I mean, did you see him at the press conference today? He has this weird beard. He basically is a hobbit now. He just goes in or a hermit, I should say. He just disappears. He just disappeared. He's not going to Mordor.
1: No, he's not. Share the load, Sam. (laughs) Uh, I just I just looked at some great stuff. Funny you mentioned that. I got I got his stats in front of me. 95 to 03, 200 plus innings. That's amazing. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's
1: absolutely amazing.
0: Also made a two hundred in his last season and one hundred ninety seven in two thousand six.
1: His last season is one of his best seasons. Yeah, he, he had a three three seven ERA. Twenty wins that year. Led the league in games
0: started. At thirty four. Twenty wins is not. He almost had twenty wins three times. He had two nineteens in Baltimore as well. Uh, and two eighteens. I three think. 18s. What,
1: I think what's interesting. I think Mike Mussina. Uh, what would you say? This is seventh year on the ballot? Uh, that was more of a guess. I think Something it's, it's around been there. a little while. Yeah. Uh, so he's been on the ballot for a little longer. I was initially, we were, Mike and I were talking about this on the break. I was initially looking at it, and I was like, what? This guy's career ERA, 3-6-A. He's never had a sub-3 two sub three ERA. Like, who cares? Why is this guy a Hall of Famer? Then you look at it, and I think some of the biggest things that, that stand out to me as I'll look at strikeouts, he has 2,813 strikeouts. and he has was two, the sixth year on the ballot. And he has 270 wins. Mike, could I argue that the stats we look at at pitchers and wins and strikeouts of 303,000, are we ever going to see anybody as close to that as Mike Messina? Ooh. Uh, I don't Ooh. know where current totals are right now, but Moose... Literally, at strikeouts, 28-13, and wins are 270. I mean, he's 30 wins from 300. He's less than 2,000 strikeouts from 3,000. Are we going to see anybody like that? Let's maybe th- Maybe Moose is the last old-school throwback to get into the Hall of Fame. A dude that was just super consistent, you could always rely on, as you said, you know he's gonna go out for six innings. And his stats, sure, his career ERA might be three, six, eight, but he's only got three years in a 15 year span of a of
0: a four plus ERA. He also pitched in the AL East, which is the toughest division to pitch in during the steroid era.
1: During the steroid era, where Yankees are winning titles and then well, sticking with the Yanks while they're trying to win more titles.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, the closest current pitcher to three uh, three hundred wins you want to take a you want to take a guess
1: I think the answer it, well Jamie Moyer doesn't play anymore because I think he has two seventy something I don't know if this guy's a Hall of Famer
0: but um, the closest he's also fairly close in strikeouts although not that close oh man no clue twenty one years in Major League Baseball oh Bartolo Bartolo two hundred forty seven wins. 2,535 strikeouts.
1: Not touching any of that.
0: Next closest, 18 years, still playing, likely his last year. Yeah, I don't know. Played for three teams, including yours.
1: Oh, Sabathia.
0: CeCe Sabathia. He's got 246 wins. He already almost has 3,000 Ks. But I mean. He has 2,986 Ks, so he'll get that this year. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Does that mean CC goes in the hall? I think CC might go in the hall. He of fame. might. Wow. Um, his Where career, although that? his career ERA is three seven zero, but two hundred and forty six wins. Moose's
1: career ERA is three six eight.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think you might see CC get in the Hall of Fame. Those are the two guys who are closest right now.
1: If they keep looking down the list, Justin Verlander two hundred four is the next closest. See, and that's the guy I would compare him to, uh, because a lot of those dudes, CC and Bartolo, are longevity. To where Verlander was dominant for years and years and years, and he has how many wins? 204. 204. He was on really bad Tigers teams for a while. Right, right, but what's his career ERA? His career ERA is 339.
0: 339.
1: It's a little better than Moose. Verlander's probably a first ballot Hall of Famer. Mm,
0: He does have almost 3,000 Ks, 2,706 strikeouts. Mike, when five years pass...
1: Verlander's probably a first ballot Hall of Famer. <laughs> and that kills me as an Indians fan. I uh, I think Moose is... I would like a, to say yes, but... Moose is the last of his the... His numbers make me a little
0: skittish.
1: Kind of like I was talking about with Roy Halladay. I think Moose might be the last Greg Maddox Hall of Fame guy we see. In terms of just, I'm smart, I'm consistent, put up some numbers. Pitchers don't last like the, like Moose did. Pitchers don't last like Maddox did, Bartolo Colon did. <laughs> uh, the human drumstick has also been popped twice. I know. So I, I know. know what I know, to tell I know, you. I know.
0: Um, I guess CC would be a good example because he's CeCe, been around sixteen years. CC's a good example. He's very rarely hurt, although he's hurt right now. Yeah, I mean, That's you're what right. happens when you're thirty-eight? It it it's changing. I mean, the fact that Verlander only has two hundred and four wins is wild. And
1: you're going, what? You've been in the league for what twelve years already? Clayton Kershaw, first foul Hall of Famer? Yeah. Probably. How many wins he got? 170? Ooh, I don't know. I I bet she he's got less than 200. Felix Hernandez, Hall of Famer? I think so. 204 wins? Something like that? All right,
0: so we got Verlander's at 204. Granke is at 187.
1: That's impressive.
0: John Lester, 177. Felix Hernandez, 168. Oh.
1: Those Marriott teams were even worse than I thought.
0: Max Scherzer, 159. Oh, I hate Scherzer. Cole Hamels, 156. Clayton Kershaw, 153.
1: 153. He's going to finish his career maybe at 200 and go into the Hall of Fame. Pedro Martinez only had like 200. His career year
0: rate right is 239. Man.
1: Yeah, Pedro Martinez only had like 210 wins. And he went in. Irvin
0: Santana after
1: Kershaw. Not going to the Hall of Fame. 149. Adam Wainwright, 148.
0: James Shields, big game James, one forty five. David Price, teammates, one forty three. Yeah, and then you are going for a while. But Rick, Rick Porcello's
1: next. Uh, Mike Mussina <laughs> was one of my favorite pitchers as a kid. Uh, he he, one of his go to pitches was the knuckle curve. Yes. where he held the ball like a curve, but he took his index finger and
0: bent put it, it on like the a ball, knuckle. Yeah.
1: Oh, and it was such a cool, different, intricate pitch, and he. Almost like an Andy Pettit, but he was doing this in Baltimore. He always held the mitt really close to his face. Yeah. Like, really close to his face. You could almost not see his eyes the way he held that, almost like he was Bane or something from Batman. Right. He
0: just barely put it right under
1: his eyes. Right under the eyes. Yep. And I used to copy that in bowling. So I used to hold the bowling ball when I was younger. And hold Patrick. it real close. <laughs> and then and then I'm Mike Musina and, with a bowling ball. Yeah, and then take my index finger and put it down, like I was throwing the knuckle curve. Then mm. so you it threw was, it into the gutter. <laughs> yeah, because it was terrible at bowling, but I thought it was cool that I was like Musina. Somebody was like, Are you Andy Pettit? And I was like, No, Andy Pettit sucks. Musina for life. Orioles? Or Yankees hat. Oh, uh, I was just looking at his stats, like trying to see like, like, see if I can base this on years. It's 50-50. Yeah,
0: 10 with the Orioles, 8 with the Yankees. I mean. And actually, I was reading about this. It's not solely up to him. Oh, really? Yeah, the Hall of Fame. It, now they take his word into the largest amount of account, but they also look at the stats and stuff to see where you should be in. Because, like, Roy Halladay, before he passed it, he would want to wear a Blue Jays hat. Yeah, he'll go
1: in as a Blue Jay.
0: But should he go in as a Philly? No,
1: he should go in as a Blue Jay. Okay. I think that. Not just because he says that, but I think he should go in as a Blue Jay. Um, I mean, I think Clemens should go in as a Red Sox. That's just me. If he does. Uh, If I were Moose... Expo. (laughs) If I were Moose, I'd say Baltimore. I wish Joe were here. I was... You hear that, Joe? (laughs) No, he's not listening. (laughs)
0: Uh, I was reading an article just in this last break. It was saying that Musina said he doesn't know either. At this point, he was asked today. He said he doesn't know. But it basically said that he would go go over better going in as a Yankee. As weird as it sounds, because the standards for an Oriole in the Hall of Fame are a lot higher. That's true. Because there's
1: less of them. You have Brooks, Jim Palmer... Um. Yeah. There's Oof, there's, Cal. there's only I think six Orioles in the Hall of Fame, and those guys are like. Here, I'll pull it up one second. Those guys are like top fifty players of all time because Brooks Robinson is in. You
0: got eddie Cal Murray, Ripken Jr.
1: Who oh, Eddie, eddie Murray. Murray,
0: Jim Palmer, Cal Ripken Jr., Brooks Robinson, Frank Robinson. Oh and, yeah,
1: Frank's in as an Oriole, and
0: Earl Weaver. Those are the. Oh
1: God.
0: <laughs> those are the only guys who are in as Orioles, and Mike Mussina. You think Mike Mussina should
1: be the seventh guy on that list? Oh. Or should he be the, like... Or do you want him to, like, water down your Yankee boys? Because there's well, plenty of them. It's not watering it Mike's down. It's just like, oh, yeah, he can water down the Yankees because we still got Garrick, Ruth, Mantle. I,
0: I, it's not about watering it down. It's just... I'm like, I'm trying to look at this from the Orioles' perspective. I see, I see what
1: you mean. Like Is Mike is preserve... Musina
0: comparable to those guys and the answer is definitely not yeah there's, like those are some of the best players of baseball history yeah there's, right there. there's
1: three cleveland indians in the hall of fame and there's satchel page bob feller and jim Tomey. <laughs> exactly <laughs> and satchel page played for the indians when he was 48 <laughs> but they had to put him in as a major league team they were like can't put him in on the negro league team I didn't even Don't know like that. those guys. Yeah, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Satchel page, pitched his first game for the Indians in his forties. I didn't they were know like, oh, I didn't know the fame, put an Indians hat on. Him. Yeah, I didn't
0: know they put him in the Cleveland hat. Though. <laughs> he's
1: got, he's, he's got a statue at, at progressive field. I've seen it. Yeah. Uh, it's that. That's a good point, Mike. That's a really good point. Do you protect the Baltimore legacy or do you add to the number? I mean, I that, that was just the article I read. No, no, I I think it's a very
0: interesting whatever point. Whatever Moose wants, I think, is what he should get. Yeah. If he wants to go in as an Oriole, more power to him. That's where he started his career. He had a lot of success there. More I mean, more people know him you as see, a Yankee. If
1: Sabathia goes in, do you put him as a Yankee or an Indian? It's a you Yankee. Know? And yeah. it's, a, it's a Yankee. He's,
0: well, he's been in New York way longer than he was an Indian. But
1: I would say he's not Satchel Paige. He's not Bob Feller. He's not Jim Tomei. Right. I would probably use that argument.
0: He also won a World Series with the Yankees, which helps that too. I think. Plus, You're welcome. How many years
1: against another Indian starter?
0: How many years was he with Cleveland? Four, five.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, if so I, mean, I were different, I just mean if I were to think, would I want him amongst the greats? No, he's not Omar Vizquel. He's not Frankie Lindor. He's not Frank. Damn right? He's not Frankie Lindor. <laughs> Patrick just
0: unzipped his hoodie and showed me his Frankie Lindor shirt. We were talking about his of fame. jersey.
1: We were talking Hall of Fame. I figured I'd throw the old Frankie on. The old number 12.
0: <laughs> After the three seasons in the
1: MLB, Hall of Famer. Hall of Fame. Wearing that Indians hat. Uh, when we come back, uh, I guess we should talk about those dudes that didn't get in, right? Yeah, if I had pulled up
0: the numbers uh, of the other percentages.
1: Yeah. Todd Helton.
0: 16% on his first year.
1: That is bad.
0: Six- Todd Helton. Todd Helton. One of the best first basemen of the generation that we watch baseball. Career
1: 300 hitter.
0: One of the best first basemen in our generation.
1: What am I, Rafael Palmero?
0: 16.5%. Yeah. So let's talk you about... You know who got more percent than he did? Billy Wagner.
1: <laughs> Gross absolutely disgusting we come back we'll talk about the rejects and see which ones we agree and disagree with We'll do that next this is the hot corner but first there's mike with sports man back in on this hall of fame as we wrap this up we got next week maybe bryce harper and machado will sign who knows i'm so done with those idiots i hope padre signed both of you, you just disappear into nowhere A bunch of idiots uh, JR texts in on the Better You Today text line 55305. I'll always see Mussina as an O, but that could be for my deep, deep hatred for the pinstripes.
0: Uh, he also said he sees him as kind of a Freddie Garcia type, which I feel like is a little bit of a shot at Mike
1: Mussina. That's a huge shot at Mike Mussina, although Freddie Garcia once signed my Mariners program. So I got, I got love for Good Freddy on Garcia. you, Freddie. Yeah, it was like 98. Yeah, Mussina was way better than Freddie Garcia. The kingdom was still around. I think Robert. Mo Vaughn was playing for the Red Sox that day. Okay. But I saw A-Rod. There you go. That was cool. He didn't sign your thing, though. He did not. Are you shocked? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Even at 22, you were a jerk. My
0: my random player that signed a bat for me that I will love forever is Luis Soho. Ooh, nice. That day, I reached my bat out in a gaggle of kids. Pick mine.
1: Nice. Thank uh, you, Luis. Love you. Uh, there was a dude. He played... Either first or outfield, like David Segura, something like that. I don't remember. Some Mariner dude.
0: Clearly, he really, really made an impact on well, your life. he was
1: super nice to me. David Segura, something. Ah. Something like that. I don't remember. He was nice. Uh, some other people that did not make the Hall of Fame this year. Uh, Omar Vizquel on his second year, 42.8%. I expect that to rise. What did he get last year? Do you remember? Uh, Lower. Definitely lower. Okay. Um, I find that despicable as the greatest defensive shortstop in the history of baseball.
0: I will double check that for you. Un momento.
1: Uh, Larry Walker at 54.6. He's got one more year left. The crime dog on his last year gets just under 40%.
0: Viscell got 37 last
1: year. 37. Okay. So he's on the up and up. Maybe that's the more uh, actual voting people turned in this year. It could be something like that. Maybe. Could be, yeah um let's see here who else Um uh, Andy Pettit 9.9 percent for his first year on the ballot yeah I think that means he stays on but yeah he stays on but that's that tested positive admitted positive kind of thing right probably I mean, I mean Pettit, Pettit's probably not a hall of I don't know man if Moose is a hall of famer Pettit might be a hall of fame dude his postseason stats are unbelievable
0: not a postseason
1: hall of Famer, though I know but he was really good. Dude, I
0: love Andy Pettit, but he's he's got a three eight five career, two fifty six wins, two thousand uh, four hundred strikeouts. I mean, he's he's borderline. Moose, it's Moose made it into his sixth year. He's borderline. Yeah. But starting at nine percent,
1: that's not a good start. It's not a good start. Uh Scotty baseball, Scott Rowland, uh in his second year, 17. Man, there's very few third basemen I watched in my time that were better than Scotty Rowland. Fielding. He wasn't the best hitter though. Right, but his fielding, man, he was good. Yep. Uh and then the one you wanted to talk about. Well, I guess I'll before we get into that, Kurt Schilling, sixty point nine percent, Roger Clemens fifty nine point five, Barry Bonds fifty nine point one, Manny Ramirez twenty two point eight. I just realized I lumped Kurt Schilling into steroid dudes, which uh I did not mean intentionally. I
0: I think you're lumping him into dudes who are unlikable.
1: Yeah, dudes that should be in the Hall of Fame that aren't Schilling will get in. Yeah, he's close. It's at 60.9% in his sixth year. They'll make him sweat it out. Schilling is a Hall of Famer.
0: Yeah, he absolutely is. He's also just a
1: jerk. When Curt Schilling retired, I said, I'll see you in five years. Like, Schilling is a Hall of Famer, without a doubt. But nobody likes him, so they'll make him sweat it out. Um, Manny Ramirez has been popped twice. Todd Helton, 16% on his first first time on the ballot that to me is that is a wow that's a shock like even omar got you know around 40% someone who's not a sexy pick to put in the hall of fame but todd helton
0: todd helton hit 316 he had 369 316 369 home runs 1400 RBIs i mean i know those numbers aren't startling but
1: 316 he, is startling for your <laughs> career
0: todd helton Hit 372
1: in 2000. That's awesome. 147 RBIs led the league. You know what his stats sound like minus an MVP? They sound like Ishiro Suzuki. Now, do you want to know why? I did not know this.
0: I just looked it up on baseball reference. After the 2004 season, his numbers fell off hysterically. I mean, his average was always high, but his numbers were funny. Yeah, he went from getting 30-plus home runs and 100 RBIs a season to 20 and 80, 15 and 70. Oh, wow. Injuries played a huge part. Yeah. Uh, he, he was hurt a lot, and he was just getting older, I guess. But that I think that's probably why it was so low. But when I remember Todd Helton, I remember one of the best first basemen I, rem- I saw play when I was growing up. Ever. So that, to me, is not ever. But best first baseman I saw growing up. Oh, yeah,
1: I guess, like, Garrett played first. (laughs) My bad.
0: So it's tough for me that he only got, what was it, 16%? Uh,
1: Of all of these dudes that are still on the ballot, if you had to pick one, who are you putting in? Wait, say that again? Of all the dudes that are still alive on the ballot that did not get in, you have to pick one. Schilling, Clemens, Bonds, Walker, Viscell. Ramirez, Jeff Kent, Billy Wagner, Todd Helton, Scott Rowland, Andy Pettit, Sosa. Sosa's still hanging around. Wow.
0: Placido Polanco. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say Roger Clemens.
1: That's the one? Yeah. Of, if you had to pick one out of all of these dudes, you're taking the rocket? Yeah. Yeah, You're such a Yankee homer.
0: No, it has nothing to do with that.
1: Well, I mean, I'm a, taking Omar Vizquel, so you can be a homer. He's one I'm of the best
0: pitchers. It was between that and Bonds. He's one of the best pitchers of all time. And
1: no science is a hell of a thing.
0: I am past I'm past the steroid stuff. I am. I'm I, not. I don't view it the same anymore. And I think I've I've kind of altered my opinion on it to where I'll say without steroids, they were surefire Hall of Famers. And that's Roger Clemens, and that's Barry Bonds. Those two of them. They are. They were. And they and they still are in my mind. And frankly, at 59% although they only have three years left, I think they might sneak in, which some people, and probably a lot of people will cry shame. And I think I'll say good because it feels wrong to leave some of these guys out of the hall. Same with Pete Rose. I mean, Pete Rose, one of the greatest hitters of all time. He's not in it because of the the cheating stuff, the gambling stuff. But I think I would say, Rod- if I had to pick one, I'd say Roger Clemens. If I couldn't pick a steroid guy just to make it more interesting, i um, I hate Kurt Schilling, so I'm not going to pick him. I probably would say Yeah, man, it ain't easy. I want to give Fred McGriff the love cuz he's not going to be back on the ballot anymore. Uh
1: the the veterans will vote him in.
0: I'll say Larry Walker.
1: Um if I had to pick a guy steroid no steroid it's Kurt Schilling. Uh I just saw too much amazing stuff from him. Um Omar Vizquel is pretty close. It's funny that you take Clemens over Bonds.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I just remember you know Bonds has seven MVPs, right?
0: I do. Okay. Also has the record for most home runs.
1: You're just you're just cutting out steroids here. You're taking bonds. You're taking Clemens over bonds. Yeah. If I had to cut out steroids, I'm taking bonds. I mean, I'm taking A Rod, but I'm taking bonds. That's fine. In this. Even though I despise bonds. I just the man has so many records. I think like, I think I'm I
0: gravitate gonna... towards dominant pitching versus dominant hitting personally uh in terms of like my great favorite players I always gravitate towards pitching and that's probably why I picked Clements in this
1: so I know we're running late but this is oh, why yeah we are. but this is why if you had to pick one of the steroids dudes why you take bonds my buddy sent me this today and he sent me this stat if you played all 162 games in a season and went two for five with a single and a home run in every single game, you would bat 400 with a 162 with 162 home runs and 320 24 hits and you would still have a lower ops than bonds in 2004
0: I, that's insane i'm i'm not saying he's not the, one of the greatest hitters if not the greatest hitter of all time and you're taking clemens you gave me one choice and you took clemens i did take clemens
1: uh, I appreciate dominant dudes?
0: pitching better than dominant hitting. It's if, my choice. If I
1: have to pick a steroid, dude, I'm taking Man Ram because, <laughs> duh. <laughs> like, who's not taking Manny Ramirez? The man used to piss in the green monster. This guy's
0: not taking Manny Ramirez. And
1: then smoke Halloween and just be like, yo, y'all want to play ball? <laughs> yo, Pedro, I like your cor- I like I like your jerry curl. <laughs> Anyway, we come back. We'll wrap this bad boy up. This is the Hall of Fame edition of the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. We don't have much time, but Mike and I were kind of looking at some stuff, you know. There's, uh, you know, there there's these steroid guys that, that might sneak in. You think Clemens and Bonds will sneak in?
0: Right, Mike? Yeah, I think so. You think they'll sneak in? I'm torn on it, but I think they will.
1: Well, if they sneak in, I firmly believe Manny Ramirez should sneak in too. I just decided to pull up his stats. First off, in 99, he had 165 RBIs. (laughs) In 99? Yeah. I don't even know if the Indians made the playoffs that year. (laughs) (laughs) They should have. I hope so. (laughs) Looking back on it, in 98, he had one. So, from 98... To 2006, his RBI totals are 145, 165, 122, 25, 107, 104, 130, 144, 102. And then that year where in 2002,
0: Manny Ramirez had 349, had 33 home runs and 107 RBIs. He finished ninth in MVP voting. (laughs) Ninth! (laughs) So I went to that MVP vote, and would you guys like a – a this is re-
1: story time with Mike Lynch. A
0: retro look at steroid peak 2002 yeah. baseball. Eighth in the MVP. I'm going up. Okay. Eighth in the MVP was Maglio Ordonez. Ooh, Max. Who hit 320 with 38 home runs and 135 RBIs. I hate the White Sox.
1: Eighth. Eighth.
0: Seventh was Jim Tomei, who hit 304 with 52 home runs and 118 RBIs.
1: Booyah, baby. We definitely made the playoffs that year.
0: Sixth was Torrey Hunter, whose numbers didn't match, but I'm assuming his fielding was incredible. And, and
1: he was a sexy player to watch.
0: Fifth was Jason Giambi, who hit 314 with 41 home runs and 122 RBIs. Fourth was Garrett Anderson on the Anaheim Angels, <laughs> who hit 306 with 29 and 123. Third was Alfonso Soriano. Wait, what year
1: was this? 2002. 2002. Did Garrett Anderson not win World Series MVP that year?
0: Ooh, he might have. Yeah. Uh, third, Alfonso Soriano, 339 and 102. Second, A Rod, 357 and 142. That's This is the year Miguel Tejada won the MVP. 21% of the first place votes, by the way. 308, 34,
1: 131. Just juicing. Steroids everywhere. Everybody on that list except for probably Ordonez, Tome. Dude, Ordonez hit. 38 home runs that year. Ordonez, I don't think, was on the juice. Oh, come on. Okay, all right, maybe he was. But Tome wasn't, so Tome's the only dude. Oh, and Garrett Anderson. Torrey Hunter. Torrey
0: Hunter. Garrett Anderson was 100% on the juice that year. Who was Garrett Anderson to hit that many home runs?
1: I suppose that's true. It's like Brady Anderson. I know. When you said it in my ear in the break, I thought it was Brady Anderson. I was like, oh, really? Just to really show steroids, you're going to throw Brady Anderson at me? Nope.
0: Also that year, Eric Chavez, 34, 109. Nomar Garcia Para, 24 and 120.
1: That was shortstop heyday. Shortstop heyday right there. Looking
0: back at these numbers, it blows my mind that people didn't think steroids were in baseball. Come
1: on. Dude, Manny Ramirez had 165 RBIs in 99. 165?
0: That year he finished third in
1: MVP voting. Like who's hitting 165 RBIs? Also Manny Ramirez has 500 555 home runs and a career batting average of 3.12. If you're going to put if you're going to put steroid dudes in the Hall of Fame, I better see Manny Ramirez. It's going to go in as a Red Sox though. Yeah, well. That helps with that like. Also eight, he
0: actually got popped.
1: That 8-game so. eight- World Series hitting streak, 20-game World Series hitting streak. Anyway, do something I do. This is the Hot Corner. Peace. To today. Look at me. I be-
0: Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively.
1: Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my word